Happy Arbitrary Day 20 of 365 of this year we are calling 2021. Whether you've been honoring this new year via dry January, drink as much wine as you canuary, or you're just learning and loving and trying to make the most of each day as you possibly can, I'm here for it, particularly the latter. So in my best Mario voice, here we go! That was cool, right? Anyway, I'm so happy to be back with you this week to share a cool story of a company that is disrupting an entire industry with their use of emerging technologies. Finally, a non-Dell spokesperson, am I right? Uh, My name is Bill Cronin. I'm the Chief Revenue Officer at Zometry. That's X-O-M-E-T-R-Y Zometry. And what is Zometry, you may ask? At Zometry, we deliver manufacturing on demand. Um, We're an online marketplace connecting designers, engineers, and supply chain leaders with small to medium manufacturers. Um, We make it easy for designers to simply upload uh, a computer file, a CAD file, um, which is a 3D file of of the part or parts that they want to build. And we give them an instant quote across a wide range of manufacturing processes. Um, We offer over 60 types of 3D printing. CNC machining, sheet metal, and and more than that. So you simply upload a file and you're able to choose exactly what you need. You can try different capabilities. Um, And then once you buy it, we actually utilize a network of over 5,000 vetted manufacturers to deliver the parts to you. So we're using um, artificial intelligence, machine learning to choose the right supplier for you um, so they can get started on that job today. Um, So what we're really doing is saving a ton of time in the back and forth of days and weeks it takes to quote, um, as well as the time it takes for the the manufacturer to find the time to do the capacity. So our manufacturers can get started on it today or tomorrow. Let's get on the same page here first about how this new notion of on-demand manufacturing is actually different from historic manufacturing. So in in the old world, you would send a, a drawing, a PDF via email um, out to a number of different manufacturers and there's a lot of back and forth do you need is this the part do you need what day do you need it what what if i try this quantity and so each of those times the manufacturer which is often a a small to medium-sized manufacturer has to go back and price it and spend the time to do that and it can take them hours and days um, and and sometimes weeks to get to the project altogether Um, So this allows the customer to really be able to put all the inputs of what they need up front and to get an immediate price. Um, What it also does for our manufacturers is it saves them the time of quoting on the other end. So they're being presented with a price of a a part that job that has already been sold and they can just choose to, to take it. So a business or individual uploads this CAD file, a digital blueprint of sorts, directly to the Zometry website. Then, they receive quotes on price and how long it'll take the manufacturer to complete almost instantaneously. That is a process that formerly would have taken weeks and has been sped up to mere seconds. But Zometry is not just a middleman between customers and manufacturers. The company also helps customers from an advisory perspective to help them achieve the best possible solution for them. 
you know, there, there are a lot of, of manufacturers out there who are very good at what they do, but they do a narrow, a narrow part. So they're good at telling you how to do things the way they do it. We're, we're good at helping you find a way to do it the way you want to do it because we're, we're in some ways agnostic as to how it gets done because we have such a wide range of capabilities and access that we're able to help point you in the right direction um, through a number of different ways of feedback so you can get the parts done at the best price and in the way you want them at, at the right lead time. I'm, I'm often in awe of the different projects that we do. I, I wish I could talk about all of them because it's, it's remarkable um, between robotics, autonomous work, um, medical. Uh, you know, we were a tier one supplier for BMW. Um, so we do service parts for the Z4, the X3. Um, for Dell, we, we do some great work on commuter hardware, um, desktop servers, um, a range of different machining, as well as 3D printing. One of the things I found really interesting when talking with Bill was the supply chain efficiencies his company is helping folks realize. A lot of, of major companies are looking to reduce the number of suppliers. So what we allow them is to reduce the number of suppliers while actually expanding the capabilities because we're managing the work coming through a wide range of different types of shops. And so a lot of our customers, like for example, BMW, you know, appreciate the fact that, that we are giving them that while providing flexibility across their supply chain. Um, and, and that particularly in a year like this year is, is important because you, you might be ramping up capacity, you might be ramping up production, you could be ramping back. You know, there are a wide range of, of needs where they would, you know, look to use additional suppliers to help offset um, whether it's internal work or, or a new product. Okay, so those are some supply chain benefits on the customer side of things. But how about on the manufacturer side? Quick note, the audio here gets a little funky, a little muffled, but I promise it's just for the next minute or so. Cheers to remote recordings. I've traditionally in, in previous years used the example of like a hurricane. And it, when, if a hurricane is approaching you know, Florida, we're able to go in and move work from some of those shops to someplace else. And, and those shops are happy to do it because you know, they're, they wanna get this work off of their plate and we wanna deliver the work to the customer on time. Um, this year, uh, you know, with a wide range of different supply chain disruptions, it was remarkable in that you had a number of projects, um, ventilator parts, temperature measurement devices, masks, where there was this incredible need to deliver work quickly. Um, and yet at the same time, the supply chain became broken and questionable at times, right? So we were able to you know, work with some customers. That, there's one example where we were doing a large COVID-related work and we had to use a number of different uh, machine shops to deliver this. And, and one of them came back and said, now that I have this work, I can, I can bring people back from furlough um, last spring. So it was really the, the best of both worlds in which we were helping deliver uh, a critical need and at the same time, you know, employing and, and providing the work for our, our small manufacturers across the nation that, that were essential and, and, and looking for work as well. Bill and his colleagues at Zometry are revolutionizing the manufacturing industry by making it more digital. And while the words digital and manufacturing haven't always gone hand in hand, you know, manufacturing being associated with physical assets and digital being digital, Zometry is making it happen. 
to, to me, it is about, uh, you know, I get most excited about transforming an industry. Um, and when you, when you look at manufacturing, um, there hasn't been the full digital transformation of the custom manufacturing business. Um, and, you know, coming from some other industries, you know, the, the travel industry or the, you know, the sporting goods industry, we all have companies that have changed remarkably how that industry worked. Um, and in manufacturing, a lot of the focus is on the big companies like, you know, that are building factories and all the wonderful things that companies like Dell are doing to, to build great factories. But there hasn't yet been a company that really changed, you know, created the digital way to make parts across a wide range of different industries. And, and, and our job is we only make what the customers want to make, right? Um, we, we are delivering what their needs are. Um, and for me, that's the most exciting thing. In our early days, we started with, with building the parts ourselves, um, which made us smarter about how to predict the pricing. And then what we did is we added to, we're really predicting the behavior of the manufacturers in our network. Um, so we are able to look at the work that a certain manufacturer has done. Um, in have they done when, when an engineer uploads a, a new file and a part um, that has never been made before, we are able to, you know, look at other manufacturers who have done parts similar to this, what it costs them, what it, uh, you know, what it, the, actually the, the market proved that that price was. Um, and, and we're able to almost, you know, instantaneously present that to the customer so that when we often present, when we present a price, we actually haven't yet placed it with a manufacturer. We are predicting what that will be um, and have learned a ton. Every time a new customer uploads a file and we either sell it or don't, we learn more about different parts and, and what their prices are. Um, so it has been something that has has grown over the years in terms of our ability to, uh, you know, predict pricing, um, which is really difficult in this industry. You know, when you look at machining, um, you know, historically, and, and this gets back to your earlier question, well, of kind of how it worked, you could put out a job and it, it, you're not going to get prices back that are like $9,000, $10,000 and $11,000. You're going to get prices that can be $18,000, $4,000, $11,000. And oftentimes it's because the one who is really low maybe didn't see something and, and maybe the person, uh, you know, the, the one, the shop that predicted a high price took another view of it. So creating the market price um, that frankly works for both sides, both our customers and our manufacturers is really our goal. So we're constantly um, evolving and looking at our pricing. And if we see some things that are coming in a little lower, we will lower them. Um, and if we see it a little higher, we will, we will raise them, um, like what happens in, in the marketplace in general. Okay, so I get that Zometry works for big customers like BMW, but I was wondering about somebody, say an individual, who wants to get their business off the ground, but maybe doesn't necessarily have any connections yet with a supplier. Would they have the same sort of access to Zometry as a big company? The great thing is our, our platform, we, we sell things from $5 to millions of dollars. And so for, for us, 
it, you know, for, for uh, an entrepreneur who can upload a CAD file of what they want to build. We, we love both being at the early stage of helping entrepreneurs because you get the same experience of, of an immediate price um, and being able to, to forecast out what it might be to at a higher level. Um, how can I go from 3D printing, for example, to injection molding if your quantities get a lot bigger? And in case you don't know, injection molding is kind of what it sounds like. You have the manufacturer create a mold for a particular part or piece you know you'll need to replicate over and over again. Kind of like when you make cutout cookies. You know, you press the cookie shape into the dough over and over again because you have the mold. Now, regardless of customer size, the manufacturing industry has been associated somewhat notoriously with excess waste and massive energy consumption. And Zometry realizes that. So the company is working to mitigate that through both the direct outcomes of their inherent business model and through a recently instituted carbon offset purchase program. At the, at the macro level, if you think about our model allows us to use manufacturers, so you don't need to build new facilities, right? And traditional manufacturing model is it, you know, if you want to grow your business by 20%, you've got to add 20% of machines and, and, and building to, to do that. Um, we allow both our customers and manufacturers to, to, to add to that capacity without building something new. Um, and, you know, we, we allow them, you know, if, if the, the oil industry isn't moving as fast, there are some terrific shops that are in, in Texas or in the Southeast that are, have the, the capacity to do work. Um, because maybe their work is down from one industry. So, um, you know, we can be doing a, a project for a medical company out of Massachusetts in, in a shop in Texas because they can do the work now and, and, and they're terrific, right? So th to me, there is a broad level of not needing to create new capacity to deliver on a similar amount and, and an increasing amount of work. Um, at Zometry in particular, we just this week um, launched uh, for our customers, when they get a quote and they're buying a quote from us, they can choose to buy the carbon offset directly. So we are estimating the amount of carbon impact they're going to make um, in, in delivering this order. Um, and you can right there, buy it. Sometimes it's a few dollars, sometimes it could be more. Um, and you can you know, do your part to reduce uh, the, the footprint of that particular order. Um, we also, at a, at a more macro level, cover, um, we work with a, uh, an organization called Dot Neutral, where we um, buy offsets for things involved in shipping and otherwise that, that we do as a company overall. So we're both thinking at a macro level, but we also thought it was important to, to provide our customers the opportunity to do that when, when in fact they, they make the order. In addition to being proud of these sustainability efforts, Bill is proud to work for a company that brings the intangible to life at an unprecedented speed. I am in awe of some of our customers and the projects that they are doing. Um, I, I wish I could publicly share all the things that we work on, but across, uh, across medical, across aerospace, um, across automotive, uh, um, robotics, drones, uh, you know, to me, it's just, it's incredible to see the work that these engineers are doing. We, we talk about our purpose as maximizing the capacity of the world um, to build big ideas, large and small. And, and the fun thing about that for us is that we could be working on the smallest little part, but yet the whole line 
or the whole product needs that one piece um, to be effective and to work. And, you know, we, we hear it from time to time, you know, someone like get a salesperson, call me up and say, you know, somebody's supply chain is broken and everything is waiting on this part. Can we do this for them? And can we get it done fast? Um, and so, you know, you, you see, you know, we're truly helping big companies and small companies build incredible ideas and to do it in a speed that they haven't ever done before. Um, and, you know, I, I love the word capacity as well, because it's kind of literally the manufacturing capacity, but it's also just the, the capacity and the, the intellect and the ideas that are coming out of engineers, designers, and supply chain leaders across the world. Bill also told me that the company is continuing to explore the application of a number of other emerging technologies. That way, they'll be able to continue bringing the best experiences forward for both their manufacturing partners and their customers. A huge thanks to Bill Cronin from Zometry for spending some time with me to record this podcast. Frankly, I was blown away by the numerous indirect impacts this company is having on small businesses. It really made me think of all of the smaller businesses using emerging technologies to bring easier, faster, and better solutions for the world at large. I'm hoping that I can continue to share some of those company stories with you in future episodes. Okay, I'm off to research what it takes to build a CAD file for mold-resistant water bottle straws, so Kelly Lynch, out. <laughs>